Hello, welcome to another episode of Papa Bear Hikes. Hello everyone and happy Wednesday. We'll get right into the mailbag. This one's a quick and simple question from our friend Sam from Fresno, California. Papa Bear, do you have a workout regimen or routine for keeping yourself in shape for hiking and biking? And there's a quick answer to that question, my friend. The answer is no, I don't have a regimen. I don't belong to a gym. I probably don't work out nearly as often as I should. What I do is, and maybe this is just a little mental gymnastics, I hike to keep myself in shape for hiking, but might not be enough hiking. I ride my bike. As soon as the weather gets better, I'm out riding my bike three, maybe four times a week. And I have a stretching routine I do every day. I probably should be doing some sort of workout now, especially if I'm going to be hiking in the Adirondacks where the hikes are going to be very strenuous. I'm actually considering that and doing something I hate doing, like maybe even running a little bit. I don't know. But I have to do something, at least, especially to up my cardiovascular. I think these uphills, I'm just that's where I need to improve. I can walk in flat ground for miles upon miles. The uphills, yeah, I think I need to improve upon that. But as far as gyms or anything like that, no, I don't. I don't think you need to. I, I, I'm i going to stick to this. I think the way you prepare for hiking is to get out there and hike. And I'm not going to be joining a gym. If anything, I'll probably be just loading up a pack when the weather gets better and hiking up the hills around my house now that I think about it. Yeah, I'll just have to do it more frequently this year to get myself in better shape. This week's trip report. All right, this week the gang and I went to Hoaxie Gorge State Park. It's here in New York, not far from home, which is nice. It was a nice short ride to get up there. Not a strenuous hike at all. Hoaxie Gorge is in Cortland County, New York, somewhere between Binghamton and Syracuse, I'd say, right off off of Interstate 81 if you were looking at a map. It's a nice park. This is my second time there. I had hiked it in 2007 with my youngest son. Uh, the Finger Lakes Trail, which is pretty much what we hiked for most of our hike, goes right through there. So I, when I was doing that section of the Finger Lakes Trail in 2007, I had hiked there. And that was in August. So it was kind of cool to go back in the winter months and experience. Because winter hiking, when you and you've heard me say this countless times before, not just in the solo episodes, but with guests. And I'm not the only one who feels this way. You get to experience an area differently in the wintertime. And I'm glad I went back. It, it was really, it was a fun hike. It snowed lightly the night before, so there was some snow covering the ground. In areas, it was just maybe a thin layer of ice underneath. That was at the trailhead. The morning started off cold, but it was a a weird February day. This was the kind of weather I'd expect like in mid-March, even late March, where we arrived at the trailhead and it was cold. But on the way back, I think the temperatures were in the mid-40s when we got back to the car. But by the time I got back to the car, the snow had all melted and it was becoming mud. Just not something I'm used to seeing up here in February. Usually snow hits the ground in February. It's going to stick around for a while. But fun hike. Lots of water features. No big waterfalls, but just some cool little water features along the way. You hike through some farms. A different type of terrain. You're not going to get those awe-inspiring views that you get if you go into some of the areas with the higher peaks. You know what? Your, your hike is what it is. If you... you it's, it's as much fun as you want it to be. If you go out there and, you know, like sometimes, you know, we, we hike sometimes to look for certain things. Sometimes we hike just to hike to, for the enjoyment of being in the outdoors. This trail's cool, too, because if you're looking for to do an overnight, there's a, a lean-to there. 
as I said, the Finger Lakes Trail goes through there. So you can put yourself together a nice multi-day trip to get through there. Really highly recommend, highly recommend going there. Afterwards, we went to Hidden Springs Brewery in Norwich for some cold beer and some food. Weren't disappointed. Really nice people. Very tasty beer. Highly recommend Hidden Springs Brewery in Norwich if you're up that way. And of course, what would a hike be with the gang if we didn't stop for ice cream on the way home? Not just any ice cream. I don't know what it is. We just have this thing. We go to Stewart's. Well, I know what it is. Stewart's has these little punch cards. And if you fill them up, you get 10 ice creams. You fill it up. You get, you get a free ice cream. So, I'm, yeah, I'm gonna, I, I, that's what motivates us. And the fact that their ice cream is delicious. And no, they're not a sponsor. Now on to some more serious news. I want to read this post from the New York State chapter of the Forest Fire Lookout Association. Disappointing news. On Monday, February 13th, after three members of the Friends of the Fire Tower Board, accompanied by dozens of supporters, had presented strong supporting statements, the Delhi Town Council voted 3-2 to two against signing the required agreement with the New York State DEP to return the fire tower to Bramley Mountain. The only explanation we have received for this vote against the tower is a short quote about the DEP agreement from, the, from Supervisor Tuttle, which appeared in the Mountain Eagle article about the council's decision. I quote, this is a quote from the Mountain Eagle article from Supervisor Tuttle. There were so many unknowns about cost control and what the town would be responsible for, end quote. What the supervisor is saying about the cost is completely unfounded. Since the Friends of Bramley Fire, Mountain Fire Tower are covering 100% of the cost of the tower's restoration, construction, ongoing maintenance, and the expense of taking the tower down in the unlikely event that it should need to be. A memorandum of agreement between friends of the town, uh, friends of the tower would be, would have spelled out all of the conditions and responsibilities of the friends and cleared up any potential unknowns. The town supervisor had received the offer letter from the DEP back in August of 2022, and in all of that time, no effort was made to discuss any concerns with either the DEP or friends of the fire tower. Supervisor Tuttle stated that the town would support putting the tower somewhere else in town, but not on city-owned property. That option is not acceptable to the friends of the tower or the Clark family who owns the tower. They feel strongly it should be on Bramley Mountain where it belongs. I find this news a bit disturbing on a number of fronts. I want to put aside the fact that I love fire towers and visiting them and climbing them. I think this would be a great project. I want to put aside my bias on that and just say this. A public official's response to that question, to that action, to that 3-2 vote, that is an unacceptable response in my opinion. You have, Supervisor Tuttle, you have to do better that just simply saying we don't have quite we have questions about these unknowns about cost control and what the town would be responsible for end quote that is just unacceptable i'm a former elected official myself i spent 
17 years in local and county government. I've served on boards. You have to do better than that. You have to give a better explanation to the people. You owe that explanation, not just to the friends of the tower, but to the taxpayers and the businesses in your town. There's a great economic benefit to these features. You don't even have to go outside of New York or even out of the Catskill area to see this. You can go into towns like Phoenicia, where there's three fire towers nearby, and you can see that the businesses there are benefiting. There's an economic benefit to this. I've invited Supervisor Tuttle on the podcast. He has yet to respond. I have assured him that if he comes on this podcast, this will be unbiased and objective. I will not wear my feelings on my sleeve. I will do this in a journalistic way and give him an opportunity to fulfill his responsibility to give a full answer to why the town voted against this. I'm not going to apologize for my position on this. That was an unacceptable response to that issue. If he doesn't come on here, doesn't want to come on here, I'm pretty sure, I'm about 99% confident I can get a member of the Friends of the Tower to come on here and talk about this and tell me their position. And I can ask them the questions, well, were you addressing these issues? Were you addressing these concerns? Because it sounds to me like they did. It sounds to me like this was put out to them back in August. Either the supervisor and the members of the council who voted against it didn't read it or there's something else going on there. I'm a former politician. I'm a former elected official. I know how these things can go sometimes. I'm not going to speculate. I'm not going to make assumptions or accuse anybody of anything, but just stay tuned because this isn't over. My backpack. You know, this is where I really need sound effects. I need like some, some drama music in the background. The ongoing saga of Papa Bear Hike's uh, backpack. I'm closing in on it, as I said. I'm going to ask all of you for some help with this. I need, I need to enlist my listeners to help me decide. I've narrowed it down to three packs. The Hilltops pack, Six Moon Designs, and Outdoor Vitals. Those are the three companies I'm looking at. They have the size pack I like with the features I like. None of them have, not one of them has like every feature. Two of them are coming in really close. One of them, my only question is, it's a frameless pack. I'm just not sure that's going to work for me. But I do like the pack a lot. And I've read good reviews. But here's where I need your help. If any of you are using these packs, have any experience with them, contact me. Go to popoverhikes.com and leave me a message. Leave me your comments. I'd really like to know. I think I'm going to be making this purchase possibly by by April 1st. If I don't make it by April 1st, then I'm just going to go with my goal light for another year. Because I don't feel like breaking in another pack or getting up into the Adirondacks on my first hike and you know be out there for two weeks and find out it's not working for me. So I really have to make this decision by April 1st. I know what you're thinking. Yeah, you're probably just going to stick with your old pack. Yeah, I might. Who knows? But help me out. This episode was brought to you by Avalon Publicity, increasing the digital footprint of content creators and skilled professionals via website development, 
and social media. For more information about Avalon Publicity, visit avalonbusiness.org. That's avalonbusiness.org. We do have to pay the bills here. Everybody, time's not slowing down for you. Today's the day to get out there and start having some fun. Find your fun outside. Go out and search for your big rock candy mountain and climb it. Thanks for listening. If you haven't done so yet, go to our website, mamabearhikes.com. Listen to past episodes. Check us out on social media. Go to our YouTube channel, Martin Outside. All those links are there. In addition to that, you can buy our book or see what you're missing out on if you're not a Patreon member yet. Remember to get outside, have fun, and be safe. This episode of Pop Bear Hikes has been brought to you by Avalon Publicity. Avalon Publicity, increasing the digital footprint of content creators and skilled professionals via website development and social media services. For more information about Avalon Publicity, go to their website, avalonbusiness.org. That's avalonbusiness.org.